0: Hi, everyone. It's me, Patrick. How are you? That's great. How are your holidays? Fantastic. I'm here with a special message about today's episode. We are here at the end of 2019, the typical time when we all look back at the year that's passed and look forward at the year that's about to come. And we set all of that aside because it's our 69th episode, so now it's time to get horny. Needless to say, this episode is extremely not safe for work. I also have a few content notes as we are going to discuss topics such as sexual assault, pedophilia, and the sexualization of minors, if that's not for you enjoy your vacation from listening to nerds talk about anime now everyone sit back pour yourself a nice relaxing cup of your favorite holiday beverage and enjoy episode 69 the hentai episode and education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan.
1: I'm an
2: anime expert, Dana Hollander.
0: And I'm Brenda McCullough, a pervert.
1: <laughs> I don't have perfect. anything clever
3: this week.
0: We've, we've known this. This has been a constant for the show. We're it's, all it's, used to it at this point. It's no surprising anyone. Mm-mm. <laughs> we have some guests to help us uh, d- dive into perviness.
1: Uh, that's Maybe not first, the right transition,
0: yeah. but... <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> we are being joined by uh, sex educators and sex bloggers and the hosts of the Dildorks podcast, Kate Sloan and Bex Caputo.
1: Hi! Hey. Welcome.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for joining us.
4: Thanks for having us. I'm excited to talk about hentai.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I have been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a long time coming. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and there's gonna be a lot of it coming. <laughs> uh so yeah, as as a show talking about anime, of course there's always that that insidious shadow hanging just just off center, just in the corner of the room, always watching, always waiting. It's, and it's, it's-, it's- hentai. <laughs>
5: feel about all media like well when you talk about movies you know <laughs> porn is just porn sitting is in the, back of the, <laughs> sitting well, in the like back of the theater it's just always there well i do feel like when feet.
2: you talk about anime to people who don't really watch anime the first thing they think of is like something really pervy yeah. like whether That's it's true. hentai or not they're like oh big titties <laughs>
5: Uh, yeah, that's, that's true of just Americans about most non-American things. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's the weirdest thing about that? Because it's not American culture, so it <laughs> oh, must yeah, be the weird.
3: tentacles. Yeah. You
5: enjoy yeah. it, so I assume it's sexy, right? <laughs> <laughs> to
0: be
3: fair, to devil's advocate, uh-huh. like, two episodes ago, we did watch an anime where it was primarily about jumping up people's assholes. So Uh, like,
5: yeah. I haven't tried that one.
3: (laughs) It's a little rough. You have to be a small like Japanese turtle demon. Uh. uh,
5: Is this where that Thanos theory came from? (laughs) Did someone watch this that episode like while really high and be like, wait a minute? (laughs) Wait a minute! I've solved (laughs) the Avengers problem,
0: and that's why.
1: (laughs) Ah,
5: okay,
0: yeah. Uh, So yeah, we're talking about hentai this week. Let's start with uh, our typical intro of uh, what are your connections to anime? Are you fans of anime? Uh, did you watch it as a youth and grew out of it? Or uh, where do you both stand with this?
4: Um, so I have, like, dated a lot of nerds. I So I call myself nerd adjacent. Um, I've dated a lot of, like, <laughs> game devs and, like uh video game nerds of various persuasions so like most a lot of those people were into anime so I was kind of like around it um I definitely did watch Pokemon and Digimon when I was younger and a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh but that is basically the extent of my knowledge and I know just like being a sex writer that there are a lot of tropes from hentai that people know about, like Tentacles, is definitely one of them.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but I, I don't really know a lot about the genre.
5: Yeah, I am very much a nerd, and sex education. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff around hentai and sexuality. Um, so, like, I am adjacent to these, to this a lot. But I haven't done a ton of anime. I, I have definitely watched it. Um, and I have a lot of friends. I worked in a gamestop for a decade. I knew a lot of people ah. who watched anime. Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah, it
0: comes with the territory
5: exactly <laughs> um, and I have seen some stuff um, so i 'm a huge media storytelling nerd, so if you can get me sold on a story i don 't really care what medium it comes in uh, it, mm. you know, as long mm. as it tells the story well uh, so mm. i don 't often come to anime. For the sake of it being anime, but I have come to it because I'm excited about a particular story. Um, so, and I've seen like a couple of big ones. You know, I, I grew up on Pokemon. Um, I've seen uh, My Hero, obviously. Like I've seen. Uh, I watched Elfin Lead like a while oh. ago, which yeah, <laughs> we, which we is a hell of fun. a one to jump into um, <laughs> yeah, as I'm like honest. my third <laughs> anime um, to feel every feeling. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, so like I'm familiar with the genre, but not super acquainted with it. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah,
0: yeah. It it seems like it's fairly general that everyone, as a youth, has just like a touch of the like Yu-Gi-Oh's and Pokemon's, and right. then your nerdy friend will <laughs> take you in deeper at some point <laughs> <the> college, <laughs> in like high school yeah. or college. Yeah.
4: Much much deeper and then you can never <laughs> go back to the surface. <laughs>
3: no, no. Yeah. Well, once you're uh, down there, it's you're down there for the
5: long haul,
2: unfortunately. <laughs> it's comfortable <laughs> yeah. down here.
5: I mean, I I feel like it is like a very particular kind of storytelling and like Yeah. It, it, at least in my experience, you get comfortable with like very, partic- I mean, it has its own tropes. It's and it in the mm. same way you sit in any other genre. Like I can live in sci-fi for a while, and I'm like, well, I guess this is all I'm watching, um, just because you get used to that style, you know?
0: Yeah, there are so many tropes that we uh, developed a bingo card to <laughs> uh, check all the tropes like, of each show we watch.
5: Yep,
3: yep. And it's always interesting watching it with someone who isn't as familiar with the tropes and being like. Like, I believe one of our early episodes, uh, Patrick, you were asking, like, oh, why is he nose nosebleeding? Why is he getting a nosebleed? It's like, oh, they
1: can't <laughs> yeah. show
5: boners,
3: so that's a substitute for boners, because it's like <laughs> blood rushing to their head. And
1: it's like, oh.
5: Yeah, that's actually, like, as soon as you started talking, that was the first thing that I thought of, because I had that experience with DBZ, like, you know, way back in when I was watching it the first time in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, where like it first happened, and I was like, Oh, right. like they, they have these like subtle, you know meanings or whatever that you have to kind of translate.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then the, so much gets lost in translation with mm-hmm. some shows versus others. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's why that's where it comes up with the whole subs dubs debate. yeah, like some people who prefer the original Japanese voice acting because the the words translate or words are expressed better in that language. And then some people just prefer uh, voices over another.
5: Yeah, and I think also, I've noticed in at least a lot of the ones I do, uh, Americans' cartoons are for kids, and they (laughs) take... Mm. They tend to tone down a lot of like the language and stuff. Where like, Mm -hmm. because I started out, I was like, oh, I don't want to read shit. I'll just listen to the dubs. And then like, as I would get into a story, I'd go into the subs and I'd be like, oh no, this is a different story now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, Vegeta curses. Great, cool. Let Vegeta
2: say fuck.
5: (laughs) He's so much angrier in in Japanese. I like him so much more.
0: you're interesting now
5: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, well let's let's get into the real reason we're here uh, <laughs> so uh, hentai as a medium genre I genre I I was, genre. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll use that that fits the best I would say <laughs> um, so yeah what is your experience with that uh, both in your everyday life and your line of work
4: you know, I've probably watched more hentai than I've watched non-sexual anime, honestly. <laughs> um, I'm really fascinated by, like, other sexual cultures, and um, I I went through a period of being, like, really interested in Japanese sexual culture, and, like, especially kind of, like, the dating culture. I don't know if this is true anymore, but I read an article, like, years and years ago about, like, how women are expected to be really, like, submissive and, like, subservient and, and passive, Um, and I just found that a really interesting, uh, framework, probably because I'm a pervert and a submissive person, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so I've, I've watched, like, uh, I wouldn't say a lot, but, like, some hentai over the years, and, um, my main kind of, like, associations with it are, like, tentacles, big boobs, um like, consent weird stuff, but, like, that's not really mm-hmm. unique to hentai in the porn world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also that they have to sometimes pixelate the
3: genitals.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. I was familiar with definitely the concepts of, like, not necessarily always being able to show dicks. I was actually... Um, and, like, that there's, you know, a lot of tentacles and, like, fetishistic stuff. I've, you know, I've read articles here and there on, like, oh, this interesting thing about, you know, Japanese sexual culture, just because it's my field, more or less.
1: Yeah.
5: Um, And then my experience of hentai just, like, more socially, um, I haven't seen much. Like, I think I've seen probably more stuff that is, like, on the cusp or just, like, GIFs or images rather than, like, sitting down to watch a whole episode um, or just, like, vaguely sexual anime um, wherever that line is, um, and then just hearing people always talk about the really weird shit, um, <laughs> because I think one of honestly like one of the ver- quote unquote really weird, but like one of the virtues of an animated medium is that you can play with more taboos, um, mm-hmm. but you know in more less slightly less ethically murky ways. I mean, we can like get into that cuz that's a complicated sentence but um <laughs> um but it it does give like a little bit more freedom so i've definitely heard and like also you just don't have to follow the laws of like you know physics yeah um yeah. which is yeah cool and terrifying as a medium <laughs> um so i've definitely heard you know The things where people will like say, "Oh, go home and watch this anime," and the person will come back and be like, "That wasn't anime. That's horrible porn. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) What did you make me watch?"
5: Um, So I've definitely heard like a lot of that narrative around like really weird, quote unquote, weird fringe stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: it is Mm. weird because, like, I feel like different cultures get assigned different, like, the weird movie tropes because, like, uh, you have, like, hey, check out this extremely bizarre hentai scene or, like, uh, this Bollywood, like, action sequence is bananas. And it's weird (laughs) that that's sort of the go-to of, like, yeah, people are just telling stories, but let's ignore all that. Let's just watch this, like, octopus alien Uh, try to uh, fuck this team of superheroes.
5: Yeah, I mean, it would be like if you tried to judge American media on, like, the church scene in Kingsman and, like, the (laughs) final fight scene in The Avengers, where we're like, yeah, I mean, that is entertaining and, like, but it's also the totally bonkers end of the spectrum in our storytelling. It is like we took everything and turned it up to 11 and had a grand old time with it, but it's, like, none of us think it's real either. (laughs) But yeah, that's kinda... it's just the distillation
0: of the most interesting thing for, like, a three-minute YouTube video. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. But that's what some people expect, especially with, like, international markets. They expect, like, these high-budget action sequences for American movies. That's why there's seven Transformers movies, even though they're objectively shit.
1: But they yeah. do well
3: <laughs> in foreign markets because they're just like, yeah, American brands, Mark Wahlberg.
5: So, like, that's what they're Americans expecting. blow things up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was yeah. that
2: movie with uh, Matt Damon about the Great Wall of China? Was that what that oh, was?
5: Jesus. Oh, oh yeah.
2: yeah, I think it was just my called friend... the Great
0: Wall or something, <laughs> something, something
2: like, that. like that. My my friend's mom is from Thailand, and she was like into it.
1: <laughs> and, like, supposedly, like shit.
2: So were other people in Thailand, and that's like crazy.
4: <laughs> I, I watched that movie while very high at a party once, and that's the only time I've seen it. So. I, I wasn't really following. I was like, it's, it's Matt Damon, I, I guess. I, I don't know.
5: <laughs> I had an experience of that movie, but I could not tell you what happened. <laughs> that experience was mine and my own.
3: <laughs> I feel like that's probably the best way to watch that
0: movie.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Especially in a professional uh, aspect, uh, Hentai and I have a uh, weird... <laughs> relationship. <laughs> uh, uh, we all met through uh, working at a dubbing studio, and we worked on an etchy series, which is sort of just like softcore, softcore. hentai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I was given the task of uh, reviewing the subtitles to make sure it all, everything lined up with uh, the English dub, and mm-hmm. I was given this task while covering the front desk at reception, so I had a <laughs> oh, laptop no. going with uh, basically hentai just rolling wow. as I was trying to work and greet people and be like, hi, I'm the professional face of this company. Please <laughs> don't look at my laptop
5: screen. Me, literally anytime because someone comes to my job. <laughs> I, al- I also watch people fuck for a living. <laughs> Love that. I was I was
2: in it. I was asked to do background voices for it mm. and I was so hoping that I would get to do a weird scene, but we didn't. Aww. I was really disappointed.
5: <laughs> mm. That's something I always found fascinating. Like, I could never not imagine the recording studio whenever I watch anime. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it it was particularly stark, again, like, because I've only seen so few, but particularly stark with DBZ with, like, the fight scenes, where I'd be like, mm. someone is just sitting alone in a booth going, huh, uh, hoof, uh, <laughs> like, just making sound <laughs> effects forever, and it was so wild to me. <laughs>
0: No, I still stand by that the perfect place to uh, do a murder is in a uh, recording studio, because <laughs> all day long explosions would happen, screams, mm-hmm. gunshots. <laughs> no one would bat an eye because you're like, yeah, that's the show they're working on it. It's fine.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know of some actors who've
0: uh, specifically slotted
3: and scheduled like video game recordings on a Friday mm-hmm. because they'll just be doing all of those grunts and like weird like little noises. And screams, so they'll just blow out their voice for, like, two days and have to recover it on the weekend Uh. because they're just in a room screaming for, like, video game sound effects and stuff. I'm sure it's
4: the same with hentai, too, because, like, there's so much moaning. Like, I mean, this is true Mm -hmm. of of American mainstream porn, too. Like, this is part of why... I'm not that into mainstream porn in general, is, like, the constant, loud, repetitious, to me, inauthentic-seeming moaning, um, which I also associate very much with hentai. Yeah.
2: (laughs) They don't really dub hentai.
4: (laughs) Not often. I've actually seen
2: one good hentai dub, which is weird, (laughs) but, yeah, I mean, same thing for, you know. Those actors, they must have a heck of a time.
5: <laughs> a lot of pseudonames. It, a, lot like, of, d- a lot of false names. Yeah, I'm like, what does a dub even sound like? Do they dub in moans without an accent? like, Because, like... <laughs> I I don't, or do they just, like, dub in the language and then go back to the other person's moans? (laughs) Like,
1: I don't know
2: which is weirder. I think they would do the English voice actor just to be consistent. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. With the sound. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I have seen some where they don't, like, if it's not in like, audible word that you could, like, identify... They'll keep in the original voice and you can hear a clear pitch change
5: when oh. it's like a
3: moan versus speaking. Oh
5: don't like that. Don't yeah. like that. <laughs> it's
1: very,
3: very but it's usually because it's very low budget of just like we gotta knock out twenty of these hentais in like the next three hours. Like let's go, speed run it.
0: Yeah quick, yep. real quick. Only what matters, it's fine.
4: <laughs> That's like when you watch a musical Disney movie sometimes, and it's like the, the singing voice is a different person from the speaking yes. voice. <laughs> and sometimes it's very stark, and you're like, that person did not sing
2: that. <laughs> That's not
3: real. <laughs> yeah. Why does he sound like
0: Donny Osmond all of a sudden?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's not Lee <Li> Shang. <laughs>
0: All right, well, shall we dive into what we... Well, I haven't even introduced what we're watching today. Uh, <laughs> it's just hentai, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's yeah, let's start there. Uh, so yeah, we wanted uh, a representative mix of uh, different <laughs> hentai. So uh, we got... Uh, Dana, you had the pick of Fuzzy Lips for a more uh, vanilla-grounded show. Yep. And we're also watching a fantasy elf series called... Yokoso Tsukabe Elf no mori
4: <laughs> Great
0: job. So, which uh, I tried my to... best.
4: Really rolls off the
5: tongue. <laughs>
3: mm. Translates to Welcome to the Forest of Lewd Elves. So, <laughs> <laughs>
5: fantastic. Which is a fantastic so, good title. Good stuff yeah. is awaiting. <laughs> really lets you know what to expect, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, I know Dana's seen Fuzzy List, but does anyone else yeah. know the other show?
5: I <laughs> don't big... know the other show. <laughs> you know, I feel like I do know it already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I haven't
0: seen it, but I know it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it just writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, shall we get into it?
5: Yeah. Yes. yes. yes.
0: Let's get wrist right. deep into it. We're watching I'm the ready. first episode of both because we can't take much else. <laughs> Fun times in the
1: woods.
0: <laughs> but, uh we we went on a journey, everyone. Oh, yeah. This was fun. We trip. This was great. We all had a great time. Yeah. Right? Journey
5: right. all the way to the lewd elves. <laughs> yeah. Hag yeah. yourself. I'm a lewd elf.
3: <laughs>
4: I'm the Ferris wheel
3: in Fuzzy. Lips. <laughs> One of those little goblins in the back of the forest. It's all <laughs> from like a one scene, and we move past it real quick.
2: How could they not? How could they not use those?
5: Just show them Jack. We've well we only seen something. the first episode. Yeah, it's, true. yeah wait, it's There's room to grow. That's foreshadowing. Yeah. They'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they wrap it together at the end. You know, <laughs> a throwback in the, the finale. You know, it all circles back.
0: <laughs> we all know the concept of Chetkov's goblin. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, checkoffs
3: come! <laughs> oh. Stop it. That's nice. I actually
4: tweeted at one point that I don't like that pre come is called precom and I think it should be called checkoffs come. I think that's, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's man. a good tweet. Oh perfect.
0: <laughs> uh so yeah, let's start with our elf friends because uh I specifically found this series on a list of like interesting narratives in hentai because I wanted more (laughs) than just fucking. And I was severely disappointed. (laughs) I just lied to you.
2: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Because initially I was going to pick a series uh, that was also set around high school students, and I didn't want to just talk about how hentai is about wanting to have sex with high school students. So I mm-hmm. needed to
5: divest a little bit. Sometimes it's so. also about wanting to fuck elves.
0: <laughs> yes.
5: <Yeah. But
4: laughs> Some elves <laughs> who look like children sometimes? Children! Sometimes. Terrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's a big uh, hentai thing that we need to talk about. So yeah. let me just give you the uh, two-sentence synopsis of what's going on here so uh, you all catch up to speed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, a man is transported into the world of the elves by, uh, a child elder, uh, that mm-hmm. needs the mm-hmm. messiah no. <laughs> to help repopulate the elf, uh, population. Because there's mm-hmm. a uh-huh. tree of life that used to give them babies when they needed to add <laughs> new members to the tribe, but now it's not. So they gotta- well, f-
2: Now they're unworthy. <laughs> Which just,
5: le- leaves me with so many questions-
2: yeah, it took like a weird, like slightly religious turn where they were like, "Now we are dirty and unworthy, so the tree will not give us
3: baby."
5: <laughs> but does like the baby appear in the tree? Did the tree make them pregnant? Pick it like a fruit. <laughs> Did Uh, they... Yeah.
3: Coconut, you crack it open, there's a baby in there. (laughs) Oh, the harvest. Ah. Bountiful.
5: (laughs) I'm just imagining that little knot, like the hole in the tree that everyone drew in a tree when they were a kid. Like that little black spot. (laughs) (laughs) They're just babies come out of it now.
1: (laughs) That's just just
0: climbing down the tree. (laughs) Just ready to
3: go. There's there's probably a flashback in a later episode where they fucked the tree. Like, the roots...
2: Well, there's uh, only two. Are there two episodes of this show?
3: the, the is not long running, so probably. No. I
0: don't know the full length of the series. It is at least multiple. Okay. I think more at least more. three to six. I would say. Whoa. Yeah. That so there's like a lot of Hentai. story we didn't see. <laughs> uh.
5: And it did have that like non-linear storytelling. You know, they kind of jumped around.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he just showed up, and
5: you didn't know why he was in the forest of the elves. You had to wait. <laughs> For like the middle, when you get the flashback and you explain that weird child <laughs> elf brought him there.
0: Oh yeah, this God. was produced by Tarantino.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it kind of freaked me out, like the beginning, like it was kind of like an abduction scene or something, like because, I, I, wow, Bex's cat is screaming. <laughs> um, I, I was like, Not if I. <laughs> I was like, if I just like woke up in a forest that I'd never been to, surrounded by people I don't know, I would not be turned on. I would be actively panicking.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. she's like, "We gotta fuck." And like, he does. I he does have a minute where he's like, what, "Like, what's going on?" What? And then his dick's out. I don't know. Yeah, like, there is no moment in between. Like, what? All right.
0: You yeah. your, your ears are long and I'm inside you. <laughs> yeah,
5: like I thought we were. Like I thought it was gonna be like a little like con, non-con, coercive. Like, oh, but you have no. to. Oh, I don't know if I could. I mustn't. <laughs> well, I will. Like I thought, but no, it was just there was just dick already. Mm-hmm. It's just that, and yeah. then
2: I hate. This is one of the things I hate most in hentai. If a Mm -hmm. person with a vagina is having sex for the first time, they always bleed. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. That's not a thing. I mean, it can be a thing, but it's not something that's like,
4: yeah,
0: yeah. It's not a requirement to lose your virginity.
4: It it every single time. Like, I I don't want to kink shame because I understand that this is like uh, some people like fetishize virginity and virginity loss and, and blood and um, stretching and whatever, but it's just, like, to put this as, like, a, to include it as a trope, as if it's, like, a standard practice, um, as if, like, this is a normal thing that happens when you have sex for the first time, and also it's so normal that we're gonna make it sexy in a, in a porno, like, Mm -hmm. I just don't think, it, it just seems unexamined to me, it just seems like they're not even, um, acknowledging that this is kind of, like, a fringe kinky thing and it should only be done, like, consensually, if people want it, and it's not necessarily a good thing in every case. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's never established as something the elves are into, it's just taken as fact. They have not yeah. fucked before, and therefore, they're going to bleed.
2: And he's Mm -hmm. surprised every time. Every (laughs) time. He says the same thing every time. He goes, you're bleeding. And they're like, it's fine. This feels great. And I'm like, oh, does it?
5: (laughs) Well, one of the things I found fascinating, like, particularly about this one, is when I was watching it, I read it as fetish content, not, like, Mm -hmm. specifically. Mm -hmm. And particularly what gave that vibe was that it came back to the same few main tropes. Yeah, And it... Mm -hmm a lot of the dialogue was written as if they took one word and put it in a thesaurus. (laughs) And, and like, but to be fair, like, that is the experience of a lot of fetishes, right? Like, yeah. okay, I, you know, I'm into this idea of leather, and here is the cluster of words that come with leather. Yeah. So I might talk about the smell, I might talk about the way it creaks when I move, I might talk about how smooth and soft it is, or supple. Like, those are the words that come with this kink. And when I was watching this, it very much seemed to have, like, A, he kept coming back to, like, the pointy ears, your elves, (laughs) like, that kind of thing. They kept coming back to this impregnation... Um, and we'll yeah. talk about like the exaggeration of cum, and, so like, much, so <laughs> much, and like, uh. <laughs> but like they really leaned into it, and it very much like yes, it was fucking, but it had these like two or three touchstones that everything kind of warped back to, and I was like, oh, so like it looked to me like impregnation porn, which yeah. we have a friend who does a lot of stuff with that. That yeah. I like,
4: well, like one thing that this had in common with like mainstream American porn is the- the, the widespread fetishization of cum.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, this was, yeah. like, the, the more extreme than I've, than I've I think, <laughs> ever seen in, like, like yes. live
1: action. Welcome But to it's hentai.
4: just, like, it's so interesting. that This is, like, a human psychology universal to some extent where, like, across the globe people are wanting porn where women are like, oh, yeah, cum, put it all over me, put it in me, and I'm just like... I like it's it's fine if you want people <laughs> to fetishize your cum. I get it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like this leads to a culture like we have here, where like sometimes people will assume that you want them to like come on your face without like prior consent, or like just like people really want you to be like super super into their cum without like discussing that that is kind of like a specialized fetish thing.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Right.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: It stems from like the glorification of like. Exaggerated com- comes from like the like the concept of like fertility. Like men want to, yeah, boastrous and extremely fertile. So they're like bragging of how much they have, or yeah, uh, maybe like tied to testosterone and stuff. And that's where yeah. it's it's something where it's linked to that. But people might not be aware that that's what it's tied to.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think it's part of that. I think it's also something that we universally have as like a physical evidence of pleasure yeah right like yeah. it is the thing that happens at the peak of pleasure and pleasure might look different on someone's face they might make different sounds but we kind of have this idea and this patriarchal idea you know that it, it you know this is the culmination this is the peak of the moment is when the penis comes
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah because they also talk about like when uh when they continue uh, after he comes they're like oh you're still going you're still so into it
1: yeah. right. like, oh
0: you should be done and ready to just go to bed now but you're still right. going that's so crazy
4: there's no yeah. refractory periods
0: in <laughs> no. I but was like
4: always ready. Uh, I just don't but, think like can you could you pause for a minute like do, do you have <laughs> to you immediately breath? keep fucking it's just <laughs> that seems uncomfortable to me <laughs>
3: That's a good point though with like peak pleasure because I know there's a series called Food Wars that's all about cooking mm-hmm. and like that's primarily what the show is about. It's like a – it's like a food war. It's like Iron Chef. Right. And, but the creator of it is a former hentai artist. So, <laughs> of course, the food is always so good that when people eat it, their clothes explode off and they come in their pants.
5: <laughs> right, obviously.
4: That's always what happens <laughs> yeah. to me when I eat good food.
5: Yes, I, that show has actually been recommended to me, which tells you something about what my friends know about me. <laughs> my, the, my anime friends, whenever they want me to watch something, they're like, either weird sex shit or it's gay. There's gay things. I'm like, great, Oftentimes on board, us. yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Another thing i I disliked a lot of things about this, but um when when the child was like, "I am the village elder, I was like, "Of course of you course. are yeah. yeah, just yeah, justification. That's just a big thing it's like
4: creating a narrative justification for the fetishization of a child exactly, yeah. and like yeah. I not to get too dark with this, but like watching these, I was thinking about the ongoing debate about whether child porn. Um, that is cartoon based or like not live action is better than I mean obviously like you're not exploiting children um, if you're making it in a cartoon way but there's a debate about whether like it continues to like fan the flames of like pedophilic desires regardless of like whether or not there's actual children involved so I was thinking about that while watching this like is this a good thing is this an outlet for people with desires like this or is it just normalizing a thing that we should not be normalizing I don't really know what the answer is
5: Right. Yeah.
0: I think because the shows themselves bend over backwards so hard to be like, no, I'm actually the village elder. I look like a 12 year old, but I'm actually uh, 10,000 years old. Right. And that's very common even in just straight up anime of the sexy child character being the uh, ever knowing, all seeing, powerful thing. So it's like, hey, there's no weird power dynamic here. I just have the body of a 12 year old. It's fine.
5: Yeah, and it's
0: just very uncomfortable and very, yeah. I, because there's also these, uh, there's the constant debate on people online, mostly creeps being like, "Oh well, the age of consent in Japan is younger, so it's fine." Ooh, and it's like right. no, yeah, no one. Only creeps are making that argument, and it's <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it's yeah. not a good sign.
4: But it's I'm not also... like this is—it's not like this is a really that big of a cultural difference because like teen is chronically one of the most popular search terms on like American porn sites, and like mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. youth is fetishized. I mean, I think of like Britney Spears' famous music video where she's like wearing a school uniform and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we clearly like fetishize and sexualize young people in this culture as well and it's just really prevalent i just i i am always like stuck on the question of like is this okay or is it not like i don't i don't really know
3: well there's even a term within like anime groups and stuff called uh lolly or a lolly
4: uh right Mm lolly
3: con where it's that specific trope of like small petite body mm-hmm. like even if they aren't young then it's a situation like this where it's like i'm a 400 year old dragon but in a human form i look like a 12 year old girl right mm-hmm. and i've it's unfortunate a very uncomfortable uh, trope but i have seen more pushback of that in recent years of different people i guess either becoming more aware or kind of like questioning it more and pushing back saying like Hey, this isn't okay because it's just a stepping stone. Yeah. Or for mm-hmm. example, um, a lot of fan art I've seen where people will really enjoy a show. There's a 14 year old character in it, and a fan artist will want to draw them like in a cheesecake, sexy variety, like photo shoot style. Yeah. Like they'll age up the character, so it's like, oh, she's not 14 now; she's like 25. Right. right. Is that okay? And people start like debating that. Um, mm-hmm. You brought up My Hero Academia before. When that show started, I saw a lot of people debating like, no, do not sexualize these girls. Like, they're in high school, but it's like right. every other character's in high school in every other anime, but they're sexualized to hell. And I mean, that also lasted like a
5: day. And, but like, I mean, they're super sexualized now. But like, in America, we have Riverdale, right? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The idea of youth and the hypersexuality that comes with like those teenage, teenage years is fetishized in a lot of different ways, uh, in a lot of different cultures. And, like, the other side of this, too, is Kate and I both play with age play.
1: Yeah. Right?
5: So, we're embodying this idea of innocence and these tropes of, you know, more childlike behavior Mm -hmm. in the bodies of adults, right? And through consenting people. And in our media okay so the like we're able to just create these things and where is the line between like what is fantasy and fun to play with because the ideas that come with innocence are fun when they're consensual adults playing with things yeah. right and when mm-hmm. we're watching yeah. you know these medias media like Riverdale and stuff and where do you r- run the line between like encouraging stuff mm-hmm. and playing with fantasies and I think a lot of that needs to be the narrative we put around the story that we're telling, right? The way we market it, the the things we talk about. Yeah. And you know, if you're calling it fetishistic content and linking it with information around how to do things safely right. and like how to play out this role play, I think it's very different than being like, look at this sexy thing. Yeah, yeah, she's a child, but it's fine. <laughs> it's sexy, yeah. right? Well
4: like in the king <laughs> like, community, like in the king community, age play is often spoken about as like edge play. Like it's like mm-hmm. an edgy thing that requires like extra negotiation, extra after care, you really have to know what you're doing um, and, and be comfortable with your partner and, like, trust them and stuff. And it's not
5: always sexual.
4: Right, exactly. And so, but I see, I see age play tropes coming up in, like, mainstream porn and in these hentai things where it's like not as you're saying not presented as a niche fetish thing right um not presented as particularly edgy sometimes even presented as the norm Mm -hmm. um which to me as someone in the kid community who plays with age play just seems really strange because (laughs) like it's role-playing as a little girl is very like psychologically taxing and um, psychologically risky, and you know, there's there's a lot of deep elemental shit at work there.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, that even kind of segues into our the other show we watched, Fuzzy Lips, because it mm-hmm. has the H dynamic between the two characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
4: wanted to actually just before we move on, I wanted to shout out my favorite line in the
5: Lewd Elves. Uh, god,
4: <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I wanna
5: see if it's the one it's, there it's is my some favorite. Great dialogue. Oh it's one of <laughs> Okay, it's one of my favorites. This
4: was the best quote. She says, So this is a human penis. What a horrifying thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, wrote that too. I honestly picked this show because as I found it and I was scrubbing through it, that was the first clip I saw and I was like, yes, it has to be this show. We have <laughs> yeah. to talk about this.
4: Can yeah. we also can we also talk about the weird rivalry with the dark elves? Because I was watching this and being like, is this racist? This seems racist. Yeah. That's how I felt when
2: like she that girl was introduced and she was like dark skinned and she was like the only one who referred
0: to him as like master and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I yeah. watched He's this with my partner they, they mentioned him. that as well that uh the dark Elf was the only one that called him master, and that's mm-hmm. yeah. extra weird, yeah, yeah, and there's like this
4: magical, magical eternal bond. vow, yeah, which is uh, I wrote like when I was taking notes, I wrote monogamy slash slavery question mark because it could kind of be read either of those ways or perhaps both, but in either case uh i don't I don't know how I feel about that,
1: yeah, yeah, Not
2: oh yeah, and I forgot the thing where she was like. Yours is the only
4: dick I can have now. Yeah.
2: yeah there w- after I'm reincarnated.
5: <laughs> it just molds to it or something. There was, like, some <laughs> that weird,
2: so. weird strange. sci-fi
5: thing. My personal favorite, so I, di- I did send that quote. I was, like, taking screenshots and sending them to my partner. Um, <laughs> but my personal favorite was just how much cum are you going to let out, you coward? <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I i texted the to him and i was like you coward is our new honorific now i was like you call me that instead of daddy in uh, <laughs> every scene ever <laughs>
4: uh. and, and, yeah i was wondering what we kind of missed in the translation there because it that to me reads as like mild humiliation dirty talk like yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in that situation where there's that much come, like i would not <laughs> default to the word coward if it was no. me running this scene i would be like wow you're such a horny boy like yeah you're, you're like you know whatever i would not talk yeah about that's more cowardice. of what i see
2: in <laughs> hentai like when when like a character is coming a lot like they're like oh wow you're so like childish like look at how much you're coming like that kind of thing yeah, yeah. like have you never come before like
5: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and there was a little bit of that, like he was surprised every time.
1: Yeah. Um,
5: <laughs> we also didn't talk about the weird X-ray vision stuff.
4: Oh, this, uh, which yes, is and cross sections. Like, which is very yeah. common
0: in hentai. I yeah, actually,
4: I so I, after I watched these with my partner, I asked them like, were there any moments in that that you found hot? And they are not a big porn watcher in general, and they said no, which surprised me because I was really into those cross section yeah. shots. Like I admittedly have masturbated to gifs that were similar to those like internal Mm. diagrams of Mm -hmm. things happening because i like dicks and cum i don't think i wouldn't say that i like cum in this quantity that's being shown
3: (laughs) but i do like just a gallon every time Right. It's a
4: fire hose I like seeing, you know, orgasm and pleasure happen And that's a really unique way to see it that you don't often get to see So I was actually into those shots Those were like yeah. the few moments where I was like, okay, I can, I can get this, I can get into this
5: And for me, as a person who both tops and bottoms mm-hmm. um, It was interesting because in those moments I felt more related to the person who was bottoming mm-hmm. Because it was more akin to my experience, right? Sex happens inside me when right. I'm bottoming Right, right, Um. And I was able to kind of relate to those, whereas with the wider shots, um, I was able to relate more to the person topping, because when I'm topping, especially me, like, I, my dick is silicone, I don't feel it. Um. <laughs> I definitely feel things, but, like, yeah. to a degree, I have to watch, and it's a much more visual process, because that's how mm. I can determine what I'm doing. right? Uh, so it was interesting that those two kind of perspectives evoked different like visceral feelings for me, or put mm. me in different headspaces, yeah. and I'm curious how other people's experiences of that. But did you also notice that, like, not only did we get the internal shots of the cum, but they're out, like, their stomach actually like swelled and moved yeah. Yeah. every time and we got like alien like, yeah, yeah. it was like weird guts. body horror <laughs> like every time you yeah. came the stomach got all like rumbly and i was like Ugh. Do, you, do you
4: know how <laughs> bodies work? <Yeah>. anatomy <laughs> maybe like
5: especially
0: was, with the like young elf or the old elder yeah, young elf, yeah. like it was especially <laughs> exaggerated there. And, yeah, like really to emphasize the smaller body, and it's like this Ooh. makes it feel grosser. Yeah.
4: yeah, There was also yeah. a lot of cervix smashing, which as a person with a cervix, I was like, "Oh,
5: that doesn't did, seem good. I did think Ouch. it was cool that they had a cervix, though. I mean, yeah, do like, elves have cervices? Well, I mean that, but also, <laughs> like, the people drawing this, I don't know how much time they spend in, like, anatomy classes. Yeah, well, the- so, like, <laughs> the fact that they actually had, like, the little nipply shape of the cervix, like, the nose that yeah, clearly. Comes down. I was and, like,
4: I'm a sex educator, I know what that is. Right, it wasn't <laughs>
5: just, like, a... Cult de sac like there was <laughs> a thing there <laughs>
4: <laughs> there, was, there was this one shot in Fuzzy Lips that was, like, a close-up of a vulva, and it was beautiful, it was and I was so like, good. you, whoever drew this, knows what a vulva looks like, like, clearly has spent time with one or more.
5: The, like, thub on the clit bit, right? Yeah, there was, yeah. Some, there was
4: some beautiful labia, there was, like, an accurate-looking <laughs> clit, which I feel like I don't often see yeah. in cartoon porn in particular, like, accurate bits, especially, like clit stimulation in porn across the board is severely lacking. So I was glad to see that as a sex educator who has to be like, it's not like in porn. Vaginal orgasms are pretty unlikely, pretty uncommon.
0: Yeah. yeah. So let's get into fuzzy lips. Uh, let's do. Cause that is also the, uh, one of the biggest differences between the two, besides the fantasy and reality aspects is yep. uh, the elf one was censored and pixelated and fuzzy mm-hmm. lips was not.
5: No.
4: I liked it what better without, but I am a pervert,
5: so mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. that.
2: I have two favorite hentai, and Fuzzy Lips is one of them.
5: Mm-hmm. I come
2: back to it pretty often. <laughs> but I, that's one of the things I do like about it.
3: I am curious, though, with the uh, slog of hentai that is pixelated, if there are people who have now developed specific fetishes for Oh, I'm sure. Mm, I'm sure. yeah. 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 It Just reminded me of...
4: Uh, It reminded me of The Sims, which, like... Yeah, I was thinking (laughs) that. Things are pixelated when you, like, shower or whatever on The Sims, but then you can get, like, third-party extensions that make it not pixelated.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Hentai is actually the translation of the
3: word (laughs) woohoo. I think that ties into the idea of, like, the fantasy of, like... um, I listened to one of your episodes um, about, like, visuals during sex, Mm -hmm. and um, I think that ties into, like, the fantasy element of, like... Now, you can still enjoy it, but it's it's not as big of a visual element, or if you don't need a visual stimulus as much, the pixelization can allow you to just fantasize, it's whatever you want it to be instead of what it is, Yeah, and still mm-hmm. be engrossed
0: into it. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's not a drawing of a penis or a vagina, it's your penis or vagina. You have that separation <laughs> right. where you can fill in the blanks with your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. which which
4: in a way is like potentially more body positive because it's not necessarily, like, the biggest dick is the best one, the vulva with, like, the least visible inner lips is the prettiest one, which you see all the time in, like, mainstream American porn is, like, Mm -hmm. the fetishization of very specific narrow body types and genital types. And in some ways, like, not having that and having it be pixelated is, like,
5: refreshing. I'm actually really curious... If they drew a dick and then pixelated it, mm. or if they, like, make artistic decisions about the pixels themselves. Because, like, when, <laughs> whenever they started bleeding, a few red pixels would appear yeah. Yeah. and yeah. would, like, start to show up. So, like, I'm curious <laughs> if the artists, like, go through the work of creating a dick just to pixelate it. Yeah, I think.
3: F- I think it's easier just to draw the whole scene, and then mm-hmm. just in After Effects add a pixel, a pixel
0: like mosaic around that area.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's
5: kind of what I figured.
0: Yeah, I feel like they're able to take corners. Like you don't need to draw all the extra veins and all mm-hmm. that yeah. extra mm-hmm. detailed stuff. Just mm-hmm. what will show through in the pixels. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this is self-enforced by the people animating it and not, like, some government entity that says you can't have too sexy of porn. <laughs> right. So, like, mm-hmm. it, I it's feel like hot, that, like, cost uh, analysis also goes into it, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
4: So something that stuck was, out to uh, me...
2: Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say, I, I wanted to look up, like, why anime is censored, mm-hmm. or hentai is uh, censored. Mm-hmm. I
0: do... Uh, this comes from an older article I read a while ago, so I don't know how accurate it is or Mm. if it's been updated, but um, it basically what I've read was it goes back to the American imperialism post-World War II because there's so much folk art in Japanese culture that is uh, fully nude, has sexuality fully clearly depicted, but Mm -hmm. it sort Mm -hmm. of leans into the American influence of Oh, you gotta tone this back. It's the late 1940s, early 1950s. You can't do this now. And that's right. we put also fig leaves tentacles. on everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, tentacles are used as replacements from that. Of like, well, mm. it's not a dick, so I guess we're safe. Yeah,
5: yeah. And I was this uh, isn't filthy at all. Reading, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I was reading like
2: Wikipedia's article on pornography in Japan, mm-hmm. and this one sentence: uh, the amount of censorship of the penis can vary. <laughs> <laughs> and i i mean i know like i've seen screenshots from like hentai manga where like the penis just has like the tiniest black bar on the head and that counts <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, yeah it's
3: like the it's like the orifice like the hole itself has to be censored and nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. else it's like when people I mean, think yeah. the nipple
4: is like the dirty thing about a breast and like everything else is fair game like hmm i don't know
1: about
3: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah well <laughs> where i've seen um, yeah. manhua, which is like uh manga but in, uh from china mm-hmm. and instead of like censoring it or pixelating it in a comic it'll just glow <laughs> so it's just this like Hell beam of yeah. light where your dick would be uh, the oh i've seen bestowed stuff on, like that. on me this <laughs> yeah. this dick
1: it's
2: yeah, like a lens jj guys...
3: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> abrams is doing porn now
2: <laughs> uh and then when you guys were talking about uh like imagining yourself in it like with the censorship
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh that is a big thing, like in Hentai, the yeah. like the depersonalization like of the man specifically. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is like just for I mean, it seems like Hentai is mostly made for men.
5: Yeah. Mm. Weird. Hmm. Shocker. Well these um, uh I mean, even in the elf one, the main the character didn't face. really have a face. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Like <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, not, not that
5: that hair is not super rare for like Anime in general, but yeah, he's very much—he's got very nondescript hair that covers most of his face, and he's just kind of a lanky dude, just a just a generic shy guy.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You deliberately don't see his eyes, so you don't see he has a soul, right? (laughs) Just a vessel that you can put your uh, perception on. So,
5: just a pixelated dick.
2: And even though uh, the teacher in Fuzzy Lips, mm-hmm. he's, like, more of a character, like, he has more of a personality, mm-hmm. he still doesn't have a name, she just calls him Sensei, yeah. and he's still not shown very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: one thing I so, found really amazing is that he receives a rim job in this in this yes. episode, yeah. which, um, even, like, over here in porn, like, men receiving any kind of anal stimulation in non-gay porn is really... Rare and really taboo. Yeah. So, like, it was encouraging to see that, and to see also that it was like pretty casual, and like she seemed pretty into it, and he seemed into it, and I was like kind of impressed and thrown by that. Yeah, I really like this.
0: <laughs> I love this.
4: There's a second episode.
0: <laughs> do you know what year this was uh, developed? Definitely oh, seems I do over. Not. The, Just the style alone seems uh, <laughs> maybe early two thousands, late nineties. Let me see because I need to know if it's pre or post ass eating coming into the mainstream.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah <yes>. Definitely pre. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm going to say that.
3: Um
2: I mean you can see when it was posted on Pornhub or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually hard to find like definitive information about uh, Hentai, cuz it's just a lot of pseudo names, a lot mm-hmm. of like parent company that owns all of them, so mm-hmm. there's no real individuality cuz
5: it just Sometimes appears on the internet. I don't know.
3: I, it just it just spawns.
5: <laughs> Let's see.
3: Uh, but yeah, it was posted three years ago. Okay, I uh, think okay. ass
4: eating was in at that point. I think originally <laughs> released
3: in two thousand fourteen. So okay, there you go. Gotcha. All right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Something I noticed and wanted to talk about, and I, I don't know if y'all do like content notes generally but you might want to do like a rape fantasy content <laughs> note for what i'm oh, yeah, about to yeah. say but so i was noticing that um all of the uh women in these both of these episodes are the ones with sort of like uh, agency the, the ones who are like the pursuers right mm-hmm. which um from what i understand about Well, like, most dating cultures, really. Like, that's not really Mm. a common thing. And it reminded me of what people say about, like, why rape fantasy is so popular with women... And one of the theories on that is that because we live in a world that like suppresses female sexuality and tells women we're not supposed to want things or pursue things, that there's something hot and like freeing in a way about the thought of someone like taking what they want from you sexually, Mm -hmm. so that you're absolved of the guilt of being the pursuer, and it's just like, well, this is happening to Mm me. And this is thought to be one of the reasons why women are into this fantasy as well as like um, more often into being sexually submissive. And I was kind of thinking about that in relation to this because like that's what. Happens to the men um, in these hentai is like not that they're being raped, but that their will is like not really the important thing or the driving factor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're still to maintain the, their innocence. Yeah, the Elder didn't ask if he wanted to go on a sex romp, uh, right. she just poofed him away,
4: right? Because now you, he has
0: to do his duty, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. then
4: you don't have to deal <laughs> with like the, the, the guilt. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it also plays into sort of the aspect of, like, the perception that every man wants sex every mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. of every day. Yeah. And, yeah. Sort of going yeah. into, well, yeah, he's fine with it. He's a dude. And right. sort of that negative aspect of, well, I assume you want to fuck because <laughs> you uh, always want to fuck.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that myth, we talked about this, like, all the time on our show, like, that myth is harmful for everyone because not only does it mean that like dudes don't always feel able to say no to sex but it also means that if a dude does say no to a woman sexually she's gonna automatically assume it's like something's wrong with her because like what would have to be so wrong with you that a dude who always wants to fuck wouldn't want to fuck you so it just mm-hmm. ends up harming everybody it's really not a cool Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and also the yeah. sexuality stuff of like oh if you don't want to fuck me you must be gay then because right. that's mm-hmm. also a very common trope, especially in like cheap college uh, comedy movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you didn't want to fuck at the party? You're probably gay. haha, That's the joke.
5: Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like,
0: mm, no, no, I, <laughs> but not. I have though. a lot going on. <laughs> I had a stressful day at work. There's yeah. other factors. I'm a complex human being.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's something. That's something good about like fuzzy lips too is that they like they do fuck a lot but like they do have that like downtime Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then like when they're on the ferris wheel and she says like let's have sex he's like no and she's like okay then i'm gonna masturbate and then he gets into it but first he eats her out and that's prime (laughs) (laughs) because even though he doesn't even though at first he's like not really like no, I don't want to have. I don't want to have sex. Yeah. He's like, well, she wants it, so I, I'll eat her out, kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
4: I was, as he gets more into it. I, I wasn't really sure how to feel about that scene because, like, I agree that if your partner doesn't want to have sex and you're turned on, you should go masturbate. But there was something kind of almost like coercive about how she was just like, yeah. "Well, I guess I have to do this now," and she like did it immediately in front of him, like and like
0: over time, like right he, over him as well.
5: Yeah, yeah. which like yeah super hot in theory though. Yeah. Um yeah. like uh, like she like climbed in his lap and I was like okay. Um
1: but like uh
5: but in practice ethically dubious. Um yeah. yeah. But I think also Part of why he didn't want to was we are in public, public we don't want to get caught. Yeah. Blah blah blah. We're
2: in a Ferris wheel, and
4: but he's no still complicit. A no.
5: Well, but what I'm saying, I mean, this um, isn't fancy. Is... In
4: real, in the real world, a no is a no, and she should have backed the fuck off. Well, this right, is, of this course is hentai, right. which is different. Well,
5: yeah. no. So what I was saying was that he said no, and masturbating in the same Ferris wheel as him is still not taking it onto her own and dealing with it herself in the way we often recommend when we say like go jerk off. He's Mm -hmm. still complicit in that. He's still a part of that act. If they get caught, yeah, it's still on him. Which is the thing that he was worried about. So yeah, Yeah, they're not doing the thing that he said no to. Yeah. But the spirit of the law, the spirit of what he said, you know, they're actually not assuaging and being in line with his wishes. Yeah. Like, it's it's not sure, a good substitute yeah. in this context. Yeah. But in fantasy... No, I know. Super hot. This is
4: stuck good <laughs> to me. It's <laughs> to me because, like, I have been in the situation that the dude is in, in terms of, like, if I say, oh, I'm not really in the mood... Don't really feel like having sex. And then sometimes a partner will, like, reasonably, I think, be like, okay, well, I'm going to jerk off. But then sometimes they are shitty about it. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they'll do it in a way like, oh, I guess if I have to. My or, only
0: resort because you're leaving me hanging.
4: Right, because, like, right, blue yeah. balls is, like, a thing that often gets brought up in moments like this or whatever. And it's just, like, uh, I, it struck me as pretty weird, but again, yeah. it's
5: it's porn, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's definitely coercive. And then there's that weird twist where like she's getting fucked and is like, wait, no, not like this, because I'll be seen. He's got her up against the window. <laughs> and she's oh, right. like, wait, this is too much and he's like, Well, we're in it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like, well... Too far. it
0: was your idea, <laughs> you- so we have to continue.
5: Exactly. And like in terms of edge play, that kind of like for me i i don't typically play with like that explicitly rape play stuff but yeah. i will play with like ideas of coercion in yeah. role play um mm. and for me it's it's more taboo and more insidious just because that is the kind of thing that happens in the real world and right. like you know stranger danger rape is obviously a thing too but it's not the kind of thing that uh folks socialize as women necessarily encounter really really frequently and yeah. it's not something that i'm intimately familiar with so mm-hmm. that like coercive line, it feels like I'm playing with something that I've encountered regularly out Within my life, and that I have power over it.
1: Yeah,
5: which is an like I'm able to control that narrative, which is something that I don't always have the power of. Which is part of why I find it so hot. But it's extremely edgy. Yeah, and it's hot as a role play. And again, this this scene was not given with any like context, context for of, that. Yeah, that it mm-hmm. was yeah. a coercive role play, or that it was like it's just like this is a hot thing to do because smut. Right. But we just mm-hmm. don't teach l- media literacy for any sort of erotic content. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I think just a big thing in this show in particular is just like the fear of getting caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that exhilarates them a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's the scene in the bathroom and then they have like that private stuff at his apartment. Mm-hmm. But then it comes back to this and it's like all about not wanting to be seen by people who go to their school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, just the teacher student dynamic alone already makes it that tantalizing. Like, even yeah. if they're having sex in his apartment where, reasonably, no one would ever see them. But if for some reason anyone does catch them, they're immediately in trouble. So it's already got mm-hmm. the tantalizing aspect as if, as if a regular couple would be doing it in public. Mm-hmm. So it's already got the same level of risk for him.
1: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that there was so much focus on, like, their, the sort of domestic aspect of their relationship and kind of, like, the comfortable, like, normal couple side of it. Because, like, I'm a person who's had a lot of, like, teacher-student fantasies. And to me, like, the <laughs> the hot part of the fantasy is the power dynamic and the transgression and even the mm-hmm. thought of it happening in, like, a school context, like, at detention or whatever. And, like, for me, the hot part is not the um, actual real-world realities of what it would be like to date your teacher and all the difficult stuff that would come with that. And so, like, mm-hmm. it was weird for yeah. me to see them focusing on that stuff, which to me is, like, not the point of this fantasy at all.
1: hmm
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's interesting that they, like...
2: Their love is such a big part yeah. mm-hmm. of this, and I'm a really like romantic vanilla person, so like <laughs> I like that like when he says I love you, it like really turns her on and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find it interesting, but it is like watching it. You're like, she doesn't need to be in high school, though. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's she really does Like this, this could be like not that dynamic at all. Like it could just be a couple, yeah. yeah. But it just adds that layer, I guess. D-
4: do we know if she's on birth control? I kept thinking about that as I was Probably
2: watching. Probably not. This. I, I don't have a lot of attention. I don't know. Yeah,
4: I. Oh yeah, that
2: was yeah. that, there, yeah. Where she was like, I might get pregnant. And he was like, that's fine, like, I right, love right. you. And
5: he's like, and I'll, and like, as dirty talk, he's like, I'll take care of it or something. Oh dude. yeah, right. I will stick responsible. I will stick around.
1: <laughs> I will be a responsible
5: father. Like, Let me learn yeah, that okay.
4: That was like, I, I, I thought it was okay. so funny that like so much of this episode is like what I would consider a male fantasy. And then that part is like sort of a stereotypical female fantasy. Yeah, um, which is not to say I think most women actually want that, but I think like that's a thing that uh, porn makers might think women want. Um, Like oh yeah,
5: all the I love you talk
4: commitment to me, baby.
0: Like I just uh, Mm, white picket fence. Oh, that's the next step. Oh man, let's open a bank account
3: together. Three and a
5: half kids. (laughs) Well, one thing I found interesting too, what you were talking about uh, about how it like follows this fantasy and has none of the things about that fantasy that you find hot. (laughs) Yeah,
4: Um, there wasn't even a spanking with a ruler. Like, come on, (laughs) (laughs) It's
5: a staple. Um, I think something that can very easily happen to this, like, teacher student thing mm-hmm. is it's such a pervasive role play. Yeah. Or, you know, trope that folks are writing it whose kink it is not. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's something I've definitely noticed in. Uh, so I've seen a couple of scenes from Erica Lust, who does. Yeah. Um, feminist mm-hmm.
4: porn, quote yeah. unquote, feminist porn. Yeah. Right. Uh,
5: however we define that. Um, yeah. But she does a series called X confessions where people will write in their fantasy, and she turns them into smut. Oh, drag her, Um, drag her. And, well, so, okay, okay. So the filmmaking is beautiful. Yeah, they're all gorgeous. The sex is fantastic. Like, as media pieces, they are gorgeous. Yeah. And I have read some, like fetishistic stuff that people have written in and then watched the scene and been like, wow, that is not what I got out of that description.
4: Yeah, like, she misses mm. the point often of the fantasy because I think her own predilections, as far as I can tell, are more vanilla or yeah. at least are not mm-hmm. always the kink that she's making porn about. And so I feel like she, I wish that she would spend more time talking to the person whose fantasy it is mm-hmm. about, like, what do you find hot about it? Like, what elements of this are really important to you? And then representing them in the porn, because then it just, it
5: turns out better. Yeah, like, I'm thinking yeah. specifically, uh, she has this human furniture scene. Yeah. Um, where these two women get their, you know, newest coffee table, whatever, <laughs> that is also a guy. <laughs> Um, And they're like reading the instructions about how they can use him and also fuck him. Um, Love to fuck which is my great.
4: coffee table. Yeah.
5: <laughs> um, like, you know, all of the features he has or whatever, and they're, like, moving him around, and they do this, like, two, three minutes while they read the description, while, like, they read his in- instruction manual, uh, and then they just start <laughs> fucking, and he just starts fucking them like a person. Yeah. Like, he just gets hmm. up and starts fucking them, and I'm like, no, this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> is a table.
1: This s- is
5: not Beauty and the Beast. the role, sir. <laughs> right. Like, he will <laughs> sit, like... And for me, like, that kind of objectification or the idea of, like, just being used for someone else's pleasure is very much you sit relatively still yeah. or somewhat, and someone just does things to you and uses you in this way. Yeah. And it just, like, they had the setup, and then it just kind of became sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that happens in a lot of these very, like, common kinks.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, because like I, I really I know a lot of people who have the teacher student fantasy to some extent, and mm-hmm. I don't think any of them are really thinking forward. Like, what if we were actually
0: dating, or I certainly live with if them now, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, never they the long term idea of it. It's the like one time no. thrill, right? You know, caught in the classroom.
4: Yeah, like your teacher probably isn't as hot when they're not your teacher. You know, like and I just I yeah, don't really relate power. to that
5: desire, <laughs> right.
3: Well, there's actually, we have a list of uh, shows we want to watch, and I saw on one of them was uh, a series called uh, Why the Hell Are You Here, Teacher? <laughs> which,
1: is, <laughs>
3: which is a manga series that was turned into an anime. But it's, it's that whole dynamic of this is my teacher, and then it escalates into different scenes where it's like you run into your teacher at the laundromat. You come home, and your teacher's friends with your mom, and she's babysitting <laughs> your, your younger sister. So she's in, like, a pool. And it's this escalation, and it actually carries over into this a pseudo-domestic lifestyle, like, out of the classroom. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just builds and builds, but it has all these insane tropes, but with the inherent teacher-student dynamic of, if anyone catches us, we're gonna get in trouble, and, like, the risk to heighten the sensation. Yeah. And it's bonkers because they keep <laughs> escalating it, and they have to keep going, so there's, like, a goth teacher and a nurse, and it just goes
1: <laughs> all over the place. Oh, I'd be it's into so the lovely. goth teacher.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, a, there's another one called Domestic Girlfriend um, <laughs> that is uh, I know the name. I, um,
5: I love that anime just either tells you absolutely nothing or literally everything you need to everything. know about the show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but it's like it's about a boy that has a crush on his teacher. Um, and then he ends up going out with his friends and he meets a girl and they both just want to lose their virginity so they have sex. And then he goes home one day and his dad has married. A woman and his—that woman's daughters are both of those girls. <laughs> <laughs> his teacher and the girl he had sex. What with. a coincidence! Oh, no.
4: Wow, <laughs> I know. what are the odds?
2: <laughs> I I didn't finish it, but I I mean I was.
5: I'm already it's invested.
2: kind of. It's fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, love the drama. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, speaking of titles, what's the deal with Fuzzy Lips? Is that a labia reference? I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, it was oh, never I
0: specified.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 'Cause if it was like a teenage assume... boy, that would make more sense to me because he might have a fuzzy lip cuz he's pubescent.
3: <laughs> just, Why yeah. you got to call
5: me out like this? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was thinking like the last episode, the guy grows a mustache. He's like, "Oh, come along, Mister Fuzzy Lip," or something. It's yeah. Like, what?
5: Why does that have to do with this? Yeah. And she had like very little pubic hair. Yeah, because she she's had a like a fucking kid. Like, <laughs> well, she—I mean, she, she had like a more 60. gracefully shaved. Like she had like the little patch right yeah. on that. It, yeah, like, it did I look, look even... deliberate. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's
3: more than you'll see in most hentai.
5: Yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing. I was like, well, there is a tiny bit of pubic hair. Is that like them being like, look, this is hairy smut? It's rare. <laughs> yeah. We drove. We drew six hairs on her moms. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work so for so you? Hot. That, that works. <laughs> we can do more. We can do less.
0: Just let us know.
5: Season Meanwhile, new, the seventies were like, I promise, there is a vulva under there <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
2: I like this (laughs) (laughs)
5: shirt.
2: I think it's so soft. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. like I really didn't like the elf one (laughs) because it's all so aggressive. One of my notes for it was a, this music is going to give me a panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) Like the music that plays like the first time, like he's having sex with, I think the one named Lucy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's just really intense and weird music. Mm -hmm. And then in fuzzy lips, there's like a, when they're having sex on the Ferris wheel, there's, like, very gentle, like, <laughs> piano music yeah. happening. So, and it's just, like, that juxtaposition. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
5: Compare, well, contrast. So as a person whose limited experience is either, like, action anime or video... like, Japanese JRPGs and video games... Every cum shot looks like a finishing move. <laughs> <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> and Finish I know, it. like every time it happened, it was like similar styling and tropes yeah. as like their final attack move that I would always yeah. see. And I was like, I mean, I. I guess.
4: <laughs> I like how and, orgasms like, even, are portrayed because, like, sometimes in, in like, live action <laughs> porn, you can't always tell when someone is coming. Like, mm-hmm. usually they do try to make it clear with, like, a so called money shot or whatever, but it's sometimes more subtle. And I liked that it was literally never subtle in any of these. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> you know the Every exact time, 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 time of impact.
5: impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, f- f- the screen freezes and you yeah. have, like, the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: uh even like even in fuzzy lips like it's just a big thing in hentai to have like a lot of cum yeah and like even though fuzzy lips is like vanilla and like it's not about like the cum cause like in the elf one it kind of is because they're trying to get pregnant yeah uh there's still a lot of it every time. There's yeah. so much. And it looks like frosting.
5: <laughs> and it explodes which is not- out of Whoa. them. Yeah, like he comes in her and then it shoots back out of her before he even takes his dick out. What have you been eating, Overflowed. bro? Like, just <laughs> leave what's your secret overflows? <laughs> maybe he's
2: born with it.
4: <laughs> well, maybe think about because like there there are people who publish, like recipes that are supposed to like, Increase the amount of cum that you cum. And also with this. And then I recipes
5: was, to yeah, make with that. Yeah, I was thinking cum. about the, the
4: <laughs> book that's like a, a bartender wrote a book about how to mix cum into various cocktails. And I was like, this would make it much easier because, like, the main reason I've never. Done that is that it's that it's difficult to gather enough come in one concentrated place. <laughs>
5: you know, you like, just need to keep it like. I, think, I a keep a bottle
3: Mason in the back of my fridge your- when yeah. I when I'm ready for a drink.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's why they call it a cocktail, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> an Easy joke. There huh. it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh-huh.
2: Anything else? I mean this was a joy. I had this is great. <laughs> I could go on
0: forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah any yeah. final thoughts?
4: <laughs> this experience did not make me want to give up entirely on hentai as I thought that it might. Because there were like no good. there were glimmers here and there of things that I found hot. I just don't know like if it's if all hentai is as like focused on stereotypically male fantasies as these two were then I don't think I could really get into it that much but I imagine Mm. that there is at least some diversity in subject matter and that I might be able to find something I would be into if I continued looking so I probably will do that
3: Mm. there there's some but <laughs> you will have to sort through a lot
4: yeah i'm sure i mean that's true of porn here too that's true of yeah. just porn in general i mean everybody's tastes are different but i would love to see some yeah. porn that was not all about come and young girls <laughs> sure yeah.
5: queer shit
3: yeah, manga might be better if you would prefer reading it because it yeah. takes much less effort. It doesn't take a full studio to animate a series or something. It can mm-hmm. just be one person trawling it
0: all. Yeah. So, so that might be an easier way to search for stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: especially with uh, like Yaoi and uh, yeah, the specifically yeah. gay stuff, where yeah. it mm-hmm. isn't just uh, straight men uh, having sex.
4: Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. There is a there is one show called accelerando and it is four episodes and each episode has like different snippets in it of like different fantasies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that one's pretty interesting to watch they do some really strange stuff (laughs) at certain points but uh (laughs) yeah it it was it's an interesting watch
3: (laughs) there's monster Masume, which isn't a full-blown hentai but people speculate that each monster girl is a uh, like personification of a specific fetish, <laughs> okay. so that Amazing. might be at least an interesting one, if uh-huh. not an entertaining one.
5: Okay, <laughs> not mad about monster fucking. No.
3: Yeah, um, yeah.
2: I love a good monster. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. For me, it was like it wasn't that far off from what I had like expected or experienced before, but I had a lot of fun thinking about like how does this medium change how we can tell sexy stories and what kind of erotic content we can show? And, like, How it's just another tool to turn people on. So, like, I was like, oh, what can you do different with this from other things? Yeah. Uh, And I was also just really curious about how much of it, like, particularly with the elf one, I was like, okay, like, is this impressive? impregnation fetish stuff is impregnation fetish stuff just more common in hentai is it like yeah. i wanted to it made me really curious about the trends compared to yeah other stuff and like what hmm. what about this is um weird long tangent but uh i watch people have <laughs> sex for a living and i see people from all over the world they submit their videos from wherever they are and there's a couple that i'm that i cannot relate to them and i constantly curious how much of it is where they live because they're one of the only people I know from that place and how much of it, like, how much of it is just my own experience and, like, Mm -hmm. how is it weird where they are? So, like, watching this, I had similar experiences of, like, all oh, right. well, is this niche where they are? What is... Mm-hmm. I wanted to see, like, the broad sample size and be like, okay, what is unique to this? Yeah. And what is just a trend in hentai?
4: Because there is stuff in, like, American mainstream mm. porn, for example, that is not, like, a universal of human sexuality, but is treated as such mm-hmm. because it's so common in these... I was like Like coming on someone's face This has been extremely normalized Like in recent years We've seen a lot more choking And spanking Which -hmm. which creates like a shitty dynamic In the real world Where it's like This is assumed to be Just a normal part of sex uh, Mm -hmm. Because it's in porn a lot And like that's not really cool I know like that's what Make Love Not Porn Is
5: like trying to address And yeah Yeah it's interesting It's I just had a lot of questions about, I'm like, okay, as an isolated media piece, I have opinions. (laughs) How does this fit into the rest of the media and your culture, though?
4: Yeah, because that matters Mm -hmm. a lot in how we analyze
0: it. Yeah, yeah, that would be very interesting comparing it to live-action Japanese porn for the Japanese audience and not, like, Mm -hmm. the American fetish Asian stuff. And Mm -hmm. sort of just seeing the similarities of, like, is impregnation uh, in that as well? Is it carrying over from the culture or just in hentai it's easier to do because no mm-hmm. one's actually going right. to get pregnant yeah.
1: consequences.
5: and and what's hard about that in particularly like sexuality-based stuff is like i can't do one google search and listen to one psychiatrist in japan talking about sexuality in japan and like run with it mm. whereas i could for like Maybe some other stuff. Like I could, you know, I could look up uh, someone who could talk about teaching and school systems in Japan, and like get a pretty basic understanding from, you know, Wikipedia and a few yeah. articles. But if you want to look at the sexuality of, you know, a culture or whatever, it's so there are so many people saying so many things, yeah, and so much of it is in direct conflict of each other. So much of it is based in their own personal morality and not you know, the the society as a whole, like, yeah. it's, it's so much harder to really get a comprehensive understanding of it just because of how taboo it is and who's talking about it and how.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a deep rabbit hole that's molded <laughs> yeah. specifically to the main character's dick yes <laughs> oh my god
0: yes. yeah. all right well thank you so much for joining us today this was
4: thanks for having us
0: fun this was a lot but
2: <laughs> i had a great time <laughs> yeah i could listen to you guys talk forever
4: Aww, Aww. thank you well we have a podcast yeah. so to, <laughs> i
5: know i listen to I, it conveniently i do talk
0: forever <laughs> <laughs> so yeah where can people find your stuff
4: Yeah, so the podcast that we host together is called The Dildorks. It is dorky discourse on sex, dating, and masturbating. And we actually, just before this, recorded uh, an episode about erotic hypnosis. Um, We're always doing a lot of weird shit over there. Um, I also have another podcast which is called Question Box which I host with my friend Brent Black who maybe some of your audience Knows as Brentalfloss um, And oh. uh, yeah so that's uh, The game show podcast of Shockingly personal questions um, <laughs> And I also have a sex blog At girlyjuice.net You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram At girly underscore juice And uh, I'm writing a book about kink Which will be out in March
5: 2021 <laughs> oh, wow. Excellent Yeah Put it on my calendar. <laughs> uh, I'm Bex. You can find me on the Dildorks with Kate, um, your favorite podcast app. Uh, <laughs> I'm also at BexTalkSex on Twitter and Instagram. And I was going to say all the socials, but I'm, I'm not cool enough. Just Twitter nah, and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and only sometimes Instagram. All the
1: important
5: socials. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm already an old man that doesn't know how to work the new ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, TikTok, what's that? I I am very adept at TikTok in the way the videos appear on my Twitter feed. Ah. Yes, that is the extent of my understanding. Got it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I make cosplay (laughs) TikToks. Ooh. I try to remain relevant.
5: (laughs) My 18-year-old brother loves it and used to show me stuff on it all the time, and then like two years later, it... The videos showed up on my Twitter feed, and I was like, "Oh my god, this thing is real." It's, no, it's popular. It he didn't exists beyond. It. Yeah, it <laughs> exists beyond Gen Y. Oh my god.
4: If there's a, is there a TikTok for porn that's called Dick Cock?
0: Because I just really
1: wow. <laughs> oh, it to expand
0: uh, by the domain name real quick. Wait, yeah, just this it out. I we will gotta, not release we this that. episode until the app <laughs> launches. <laughs> and if there's a show you would like us to watch, hentai or anime. Maybe not so much hentai, but this is um, a special <laughs> episode. Yeah, you can send us suggestions. Our email is yet at gmail dot com. Uh, the show you can reach out to us there at Are there Yet on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan.
2: You can find me on Instagram at queen period and on Twitter at queen underscore weeaboo and queen underscore weeaboo
3: art. You can find me on Twitter at Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game <laughs> podcast I sometimes do.
0: <laughs> and thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we'll hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime.
1: And
2: sometimes hentai.
0: And (laughs) mostly hentai from this point on.